This is Jeff. This is Brett. And we're just talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk. What's up, Walkers? Welcome back to the Skywalk. We're here with another Topical 10. Jeffrey, this Topical 10 is somewhat of a continuation of our last Topical 10. Let's keep it rolling. There's some stories that just won't die uh, revolving around Star Wars. Let's Let's get the first thing out of the way. But before we do, Jeff, how do you feel about sponsors? Love them. All right, because uh, we have good news, Jeff. We have our, our first sponsor for the Skywalk. Wait, don't tease me, Brett. Watto's handmade Toydarian meatballs made from the best, leanest, and most tender Nabooian butt monster beef, both wild-caught and then farm-raised, free trade, and somehow vegan. Caught on Naboo, then raised in the arid landscape of Tatooine, it's literally the best of both worlds. What are you going to do? Eat Watto's homemade Toydarian meatballs. Read on screen graphic for final bullet point. Jeff, let's get this first topic out of the way. Uh, As I'm sure all of the walkers know, all of our listeners know by now that a new, new, new Last Jedi trailer aired last night, including new, new, new footage. And again, as you probably guessed, Jeff and I have not watched this trailer. And will never. We've seen enough. Now, I do want to... Talk to the people out there on social media who are like, why are you on social media if you don't want to see anything? We have now seen like 15 minutes of Last Jedi. So it's not that we don't want to see anything. It's not wait, that we wait, expect wait. to not see anything. Minutes. Okay, you had the first trailer, a yeah. couple minutes long. You had the behind-the-scenes stuff. I didn't watched see that. that. Jeff didn't watch it. But if you watched that, that was like six minutes, I want to say. Six? Maybe four. It was long. Oh, man. Granted, not all footage that's actually in the movie. It's behind-the-scenes stuff, right? But it's a good amount of footage. And then we saw the, you know, the most recent trailer, which was amazing. Then they revealed another behind-the-scenes thing, which we talked about on our last episode, which so you should go, go back and that. listen to. Yeah, didn't see that. And now there's another one that had apparently just a little bit of new footage, but what it had was significant. I've already seen an image on social media. I know I'm not going to avoid that. Jeff hasn't seen it because he's completely off. So the question, Jeff. Yes. Is it already time to swear off of internet if you don't want to see anything else from this movie? That time has already passed, Brett. And, Jeff, apparently Adam Driver dropped a huge spoiler, potential What's wrong spoiler. What's with you, man? I don't just know. Just, just put the mask back on and don't say anything. Just shut up, Kylo. <laughs> shut up, man. Look, I'd rather see you throw a tantrum than give up spoilers to the movie. All this time, we thought we wanted him to slap Hux. Now it's you know now it it's going the other, be way. the other way. It around. might be time for Hux to slap him. I I've been covering my ears since I don't know three weeks ago. Yeah, well you know what, Jeff? Three <laughs> weeks ago, uh, so we're we're a month and a half out. We're, we're six yeah. weeks away, maybe yeah. six weeks today, six weeks. roughly. Um, but it seems to be getting earlier and earlier. It's like people complain about like the Halloween decorations starting earlier every year in stores, or the Christmas music in stores earlier and earlier every year. Mm. Next time around, will we have to like swear off the internet in August? I think I just think it's reasonable to ask that people keep the actual spoiler mm. out of plain view. Speaking of figuring out the Star Wars cash cow, mm-hmm. Disney has done so in the most despicable way imaginable. Well, actually, I kind of like it, but go ahead. <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the same thing here, Jeff? I'm pretty sure. This is our last story. I love I love We've the headline. Go see. I love this headline from Gizmodo. All right. Disney to theaters showing the Last Jedi. 
I am altering the deal. Pray I don't alter it any further. Exactly. Is exactly what Disney is doing. <laughs> yeah. So Disney is basically extorting movie theaters. Yeah. They're putting them in these terms that they just have to agree to. It's it's exactly the position Lando was in. Do this or die. You have no leverage. Just pray that this doesn't get worse for you. As your throat begins to tighten. As your throat begins to tighten. <laughs> yeah. So basically what's happening is... Uh, Disney is insisting on a 65% share of ticket sales revenue, up from a standard 55% asked by most Hollywood studios. So Disney's saying, you know, Jeff, this is not unlike uh, the whole battle going on with internet uh, neutrality, where mm-hmm. we're going to charge you more for the things that you need or want more. And it's a scary model. And this is what Disney's doing to uh, these movie theaters is they're saying, we know everybody wants to see this movie. So you're going to give us 10% more. Now, apparently, there was a clarification from uh, Gizmodo. Now, they okay. were pulling All this right. from, uh, uh, who was it? The Wall Street sources. Journal. Okay. Wall Street which, Journal. Which, okay. They're, which they're, is, they're credible. So ap- apparently, the article states that the standard is 55%. 55 Right? That they asked from the theaters. Quite a but chunk. But for The Force Awakens... Uh, they were required to give 64. 64. So they've raised it a percent, which doesn't sound like a lot, but uh, after all, it is 1% of $2 billion. Whoa. So that's a lot. Okay. Um, but also, they're requiring that they show it in a certain number of theaters. In so, the largest so, theater. so the one Jeff and I go to, what has it got, Jeff? 16 or 18 theaters or something? It's a yeah, lot. That's, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um, so they want it to be playing in a certain number of those for long enough. And it has to be like their biggest ones. Yeah, apparently. it has to be the largest theater. And, that's what that's what I saw. And if a theater cancels one of those. Oh, uh, no. If a theater violates the terms. Extra 5%. Including canceling even one screening of the film without Disney's consent, they have to cough up an additional 5% of ticket sales revenue as what? a penalty. This is insane. Complete gangster. This is insane. This is not. Uh, this is not Kirk Cousins gambling on himself. It is the opposite. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Joe Flacco. They've pulled this in football, right? right. Where they were like, "I'm not going to sign your contract. I'm going to play. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to re-sign for a set amount of money. I'm going to play out the last year of my deal. Show you how good I am, and then you're going to want to pay me that much money." Okay, oh, so no, Disney could do that. Is. Okay, yeah. this movie has people excited enough that that would work, and if the movie is as good as we hope it to be, that's really going to work. But instead, Disney's like, yeah. no, 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 we don't trust the uncertainty. We're going to make you pay it now. We're going to gouge you an extra ten percent because we just want this money. You have two billion dollars for the Force Awakens okay. without doing this here's, stuff. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah, it's I don't even think it's a question of want, Brett. It's it's the amount of power that these guys have now. I am so glad that Disney is embracing the dark side. <laughs> All right, because here's the thing: when Disney embraces Jeff, the dark side, you're empowering them. You're enabling. I them am. Right I now. am. So, but here's the thing: when Disney embraces the dark side, uh-huh. that's when the underground rises up. Right. Well, what's the so, rebellion though? So what do you do? Th- th- we need not, that creativity, man. Not go see Star Wars. Th- that's Under, the only way to rebel. Underground. Underground. Not, so Jeff I'm not, is. I'm not going to imply anything. Jeff is condoning. <laughs> I'm not implying anything. This Piracy. is a disclaimer. We have we have no liability for anyone who decides to do something that's against these terms of the license. Jeff, your dream of being Han Solo or Lando is coming true. <laughs> it's coming right true, now dude. With this piracy. No, we're not condoning I, piracy, but I understand, Jeff. Um, I'm just saying that that quote is so apropos for what Disney is doing. And they are putting a chokehold. And here's the thing. They could charge 85%, Brett. And they could. And 
everyone would accept. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how it doesn't matter how good this movie is. It's a done deal. So here's a question. They can do this. You're right. They yeah. have everybody over a barrel. But in part, I would say because this movie comes out in the middle of December with nothing else around it, right? So where else are the movie theaters going to pull in $2 billion over December and January with yeah. nothing, right? But now what if these movies – so so but the Han Solo it. movie, Jeff, yeah. is supposed to shift back to is, – is currently slated for May. Yeah. It seems like they're trying to get back into the summer game, which has never made any sense to me and to a lot of people. Well, when did Rogue One – Rogue One? Rogue One was a December release as well. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, and they yeah. own the winter, right? They own it, man. So they're in the position to own the winter. These theaters in are the like – summer. Nobody's coming to see anything else in the middle of December, so we have to go along with this. And yeah, it's but Star they Wars. also scared other people away. Right. I mean – they, they pulled a Godfather and, like, literally tanked a whole bunch of movies yeah. who thought that yeah. they may come out in December. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Right, and they move away, yeah. right? So now, but I'm saying if you slide these Star Wars movies back into May, when there's a lot of competition, can you see the theaters saying, no, you know what, we're not going to do that because people are coming to see whatever three Marvel movies come out this summer, yeah. the two bad DC movies they're going to come see. They're going to see, you know, there's a lot of stuff that comes out that's not necessarily part of a big franchise, but summer blockbuster stuff. Last but, uh, year was Dunkirk, Valerian, yeah. which was terrible, but people still saw it. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of competition. Yeah. Planet of the Apes yeah. came out. But so. how do we know that that's just showing their confidence in how bad Han Solo movie is? I don't know. See, my thing is maybe they're pushing it to the summer because they really don't want the quality to be measured against the December movie. That could be. That could very well be. Uh, interesting you say that. There was a report. This is something that we didn't talk about, that they're saying that the Han Solo movie was almost entirely reshot by Ron Howard. I know. So, of course, this is we've been d- discussing on the podcast for a while now. Of course, they got rid of the original directors. They brought in Ron Howard for quote-unquote reshoots. And special guest star on the Millennium Falcon, The Fonz. The Fonz. <laughs> Welcome uh, back. If they bring Henry Winkler in, <laughs> I will see the movie one extra time. Just, just one Just one extra time? Just to support that kind of thinking. Really? Yeah. And what we want from you, listeners, is for you to submit to us the references you would like to see in The Last Jedi. And it'll be interesting, Jeff, to go back and look at these after the movie comes out and see what was, whether it's a prediction or just something you would really like to see that you maybe feel like they would never do it, but you wish they would. This is Brett. <laughs> this is Jeff. And we're just talking about Star Wars on the Skywalk.